We are back, a Black Actors Podcast, Season 1, Episode 9, Audition Tips. So, you know, this is an episode we definitely want to get into because as an actor, you're going to have to audition. Um, You know, you're probably going to have to audition (laughs) for a long period of time until you get to that point in your career where, you know, you've established so much work that your work will speak for itself. So, you know, there are actors out there, like huge celebrity actors that no longer have to audition. It's, It's almost to a point where you know, roles are sent to them like, hey, we want you for this role, Mm -hmm. you know. (laughs) They call them up like, hey, I got a role for you and that's that. (laughs) Yeah, and that's how easy it is, you know. But right now, you know, as a, a, you know, indie level actor or beginning actor, you have to audition. No way around it. So that's what this episode is about. Let's get into it. So if you did not catch the previous episode, I am Tequila. I am a commercial actor based out of Georgia. And I am Tish. I am a theatrical actor based wherever the money resides. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right, guys. So audition tips. So there is a whole mental process mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, before, you know, that you need to get yourself acclimated to before you, you know, walk into an audition. Whether that audition is in person or self-tape, you got to become mentally prepared. You know, it's just a list of things that you have to do. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that we want to make sure of is that you are prepared. Be prepared. That is like so vital. So, you know, going into an audition, you want to have everything that you're asked of. You know, you want to have your script. If there's a script. First and, right, first and foremost, you need that <laughs> script. Right. You want to have a monologue if that's needed. Um, you really don't have to have those things printed if you know them. Like if you have remembered them, which is what they prefer. You know, you really don't have to have them. It's great to have a backup, but if you know it, like even better, you know. Right. And then, you know, you want to, you know, know like how to slate on camera because. Oh, oh my God. How to there, slate. Yeah, because, you know, out of all the times that I've had to slate, it's always been like a different way. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes they say, hey, what's your name? You know, where are you from? And what is the role you're reading for? And then they say other stuff. So you have to know what they are asking of you before you go in so that you can be prepared. Exactly. Like a normal slate um, is usually just your name your city, your agent, all that good stuff. But now, since I've been doing these self-tapes, every slate has been different. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. No, t- no two slates are the same. Like, one asked me to give, like, information about myself, a little fun fact about mm-hmm. myself. Or mm-hmm. I did an iClass commercial uh, audition. They wanted me to talk about my eye problems. So, <laughs> 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 like, every slate is so different now. Yeah. Just, just read whatever. Usually um, they'll tell you what they want before you go in for the audition. So Absolutely. So if they, so whatever information they offer, you know, please take it in and, you know, absorb it so that when you go to your audition, mm-hmm. you are as prepared as possible. That's key. Yes. Yes. Now let me ask you. Okay. So um, you had said earlier, mentally prepare. That, that got me thinking, do you mentally prepare yourself? Like, do you have to put yourself in a headspace before you go into your audition? I do, especially depending on the role. So mm-hmm. like, like all, not, no, I shouldn't say all of my work, but a great deal of my work 
like my roles are kind of like sad like okay <laughs> like I've, I've done like a snap episode where like my you know my boyfriend was murdered in front of me you know I had to get it I didn't have to audition for that but like walking in on set you know I had to mentally prepare for that and then like there's a short film that I did it was my very first short film now when I auditioned for that I understood that that movie was going to be about you know suicide so I did have to mentally prepare for that like yeah depending on the role I do have to like kind of like isolate myself and just kind of get into character because sometimes they're really heavy roles and then if it's like something like you know nice and fun like something that I'm doing with my daughter I don't think I really have to mentally prepare as much Okay. okay. Yeah. So I think it just depends on the role for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For me, it's kind of the same. Um, I think sometimes, like, I really have to be in the zone. Like, I, I can't have any distractions. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's that deep until I, I get into the audition room because I don't want to be taken out of character and exactly. I want to get it right. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. I guess everybody has their, you know, their own ways of just mentally preparing and getting in that mode. But, the bottom line is just go there. <laughs> right. Okay. Like, please don't just be walking in like you just woke up out of bed, like you just, you dragging it. Like, don't go in there like that because they can read that. They're looking at everything when you're auditioning. They're looking at your body language. Mm-hmm. They're, they're looking at, you know, how well you, you know the script that they sent or the monologue. They're looking at everything in that moment. So being prepared, whatever that means. <laughs> yes. Even for self tapes, walk into that self tape prepared yeah um, like you said don't don't get up uh walking like you just got out of bed and I've done a couple of self-tapes <laughs> yeah because you're trying to rush them especially when mm-hmm. you have like multiple self-tapes to do I get it you're not gonna get you're not gonna give all perfect self-tapes you know because you just filmed like three other ones before you did that one so I understand right. but we just gotta try our best you know I actually did an audition this was like at the beginning of the pandemic and um, it was on Zoom. And the first audition was great. But the second audition, I had forgot about the audition. <laughs> <laughs> and I was taking a nap. And <laughs> my alarm kept going off. And I'm like, why is this alarm going off? And then, you know, on most phones, you put the reason why you have the alarm. And so it was like, audition. And then said, like, it got to the point where it was like, now is the audition. I was like, oh, crap. And so when I did the audition, she, well, that was a callback at that point. And she mm-hmm. was like, you did so much better the other time. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Oh, Listen. my God. I did not get that role. <laughs> Listen, when um, Tisha sleep, that girl is sleep. <laughs> I be messaging her. I be like, because I'm like a worry worm. I worry so much. Like, if somebody don't return my message, I'm, like, thinking they're dead. So, yeah. <laughs> so, teach me sleep. I be like, teach you good? Teach you good? You know what? I'm calling the police. What's going on? <laughs> Hours later, I'm like, girl, I just, I just fell asleep for two days. <laughs> yes, I fell asleep. My bad, my bad. <laughs> yes. So, don't do that, guys. No, please don't be like me. And it's, it's, even if you're like if you're like me and it's hard for you to come out of that, yeah, I was so drowsy. And it was a really fun role. And I had that. I memorized the script. Every, I had that role down pat. Mm-hmm. And it was between me and another girl. And um, 
to the other girl, you're welcome. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. I, just, I really messed she up, sab- She sabotaged. I yeah. sabotaged that. Yes. Oh, my God. So please be prepared. Be prepared. <laughs> please, guys, be prepared. And next, of course, you want to be on time. Yes. So, that, that, yeah, that led into that nicely, huh? <laughs> yes, absolutely. You want to be on time because, you know, like the situation Tish just mentioned. And because a lot of times when you have audition slots, um, they have people, you know, schedule before you and people mm-hmm. schedule after you. So let's say you arrive 15 minutes late. Somebody's probably already, you know, doing their audition. And now you have to either get in where you fit in or sometimes they may tell you they, like, no, yeah, we, you got to go. <laughs> you got to go. Like, we don't have a spot for you. You missed it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you just blew it. And then you made a horrible impression on some on some people you could have been working for, you know. So please be on time. And I am a late person. So, um, yeah, pe- the people probably listening to the podcast like, people just horrible. Who would want to hire her? <laughs> <laughs> she laughing all the time. She's late. But let me tell you, for, for acting, acting is the only thing I actually make sure I try to get on time. Yeah. And I guess because I love it so much. Because you enjoy it so much. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. No, for work, I am. Y- y'all catch me. When y'all catch me. I'll get there when I get there. Yeah. I'm in traffic. Listen, I got to get coffee. <laughs> it's, 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 it's bad, y'all. I, I've been like this my whole life. So it's not just something, you know, I decided to just wake up and be late. No, I've been late to school. This has been me since a child. So, mm-hmm. But for acting wise, I don't want to blow it. So I, I, that's the only thing that I'm on time for. Exactly. Exactly. Because you like it so much. And that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. So please be on time, you know. And then next, you want to dress appropriately. Um, yes. So let, let's say you're reading for a role where you're going to be like a policeman or a detective of some sort. Even if you don't have a police uniform, like who has a police uniform in their closet? Right. You know, so if you don't have that, there are ways you can you know look the part still um as i mentioned in a previous episode tish always well she doesn't always but she sends me you know her self-tape audition sometimes and one audition that she sent me was a role she was reading for as a detective and she had on like a little button up and you know a leather Mm -hmm. jacket and she like looked the part and you know i was like really impressed because I knew her circumstances at the time. I'm like, this, <laughs> this girl's in a whole nother state. <laughs> yeah. She is not at home. And she still was able to commit to that and look the part for that audition. And she nailed it, you know? Y'all, let me tell you about, all about that audition. That was nothing but the grace of God because I got that audition. So I think we talked about this before, like the turnaround times. Mm-hmm. If they say they need that auditioning, you got to send that auditioning when they say it. So um, it was a rush call and he sent it. He was like, I need your audition tape ASAP. Y'all, I was on the road driving. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ASAP? This wasn't like, no, okay, by three o'clock, by four. This was ASAP. So I'm like, dad, he wants it like within the next hour or two. Mm-hmm. So I had to actually pull over and I pulled over at this building. I just happened to be driving past it. And I said, oh, that looks like a good place. And I think it was like a vet building. I'm not sure. But they had like white bricks. So I pulled over, um, set my tripod. I always carry my tripod around with me y'all like that is a must that thing is with me everywhere I go so mm-hmm. I set the tripod up 
and I happened to have those clothes because I was not wearing that. I was on my way to my cousin's house. So I was in my jeans, you know, a t-shirt, but I happened to have a button up in my uh, trunk. So I threw that button up on and um, I, I put the jacket on and it made it look like I was a detective. Here's the crazy part, y'all. I was outside. So, <laughs> which no. you don't do. You do not no, film not outside. All. <laughs> not all. So you can hear, I was right next to a highway too. Cause remember now I, I was driving. So I pulled off of the highway to find this place. So the highway was right there. So you hear trucks. And so it was, it was, it was noisy. So what I had to do was actually read the part I had uh, I recorded myself on my other phone and had it play back and I recorded all of that then I had to dub it and um, put a, my voice like I had to match it up with my lips it was it was so hard but I did get it in within the hour and I ended up getting a, the role so I, I filmed it last year in the in the last year maybe October-ish but y'all that that audition was stressful as I don't know <laughs> what but it came down to being prepared and also thinking on my feet exactly okay. being quick being quick Ooh. yeah because you will get some requests like that you will get people like reach yeah. out hey can you audition within the next hours like whoa what you yeah. you know but if you're hungry and you you know you, you want that you, role you do what you gotta do especially you know if it's like a great amount of money you're like heck yeah I'm available now right <laughs> yes Yes. So, so yeah, using your time wisely and, you know, just being prepared, you know, all of that goes into that moment, you know, just mm -hmm. nailing your audition. So, you know, after you get, you know, you get past dressing appropriately, looking the part, you, of course, want to be kind and patient, you know, because Please. you Please will be a, right. You have to because, you know, you will be a part of some auditions that won't make the most sense. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> because you, you will be... So, like, we talked about this in previous episodes. A lot. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. So, like, you will meet some uh, directors who won't know a lot about acting or who won't know a lot about auditioning, all of that stuff. And I remember an audition that I went on uh, it was for the project that me and Teach did together. This was the project where me and Teach met each other three years ago. And I went into the audition and uh, she had me read for, actually she had me read for a detective role. No, 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 excuse me. She had me read for another role. And then she okay. later offered me a detective role. So she had me read for uh, a friend role. And I was like, okay. And then I read it and she was like, um... Why do you have your head down so much? And I was like, oh, well, I thought the character, you know, the breakdown of the character said that she was like shy and timid. And she's like, but still, why are you looking shy and timid, basically? And I'm like, uh, because that's the character. That's it was, <laughs> <laughs> and so it was just like, what? You know, it, I'm like, this is dumb. But then I later on. remember that. No, later on, it was still dumb. But yeah. <laughs> and then she ended up offering me a different role. And then another, you know, it was just like so much back and forth. And so that whole audition was, y'all, she had us there all day. We could not leave. Yo, so, craziness. Normally you know, you go on an audition, you do your audition, and then you're free to go. We had to come back later that, we had to basically free out our day for this. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember I was with someone that day, and she was complaining the whole 
time. Mm-hmm. She was like, this is stupid. I don't understand why we got to do this. This is dumb. This is dumb. They ended up not calling her back. Um, see, see. And I think it had a lot to do with her complaining. Because mm-hmm. uh, y'all got to be careful because they watch you as soon as you step foot in the, in the room. Yeah. And we say be kind and, and be patient and we mean that. Like, don't go in there, you know, like, oh, what's taking so long? Because you don't know if they got people planted. Like, okay, mm-hmm, that person, okay, nope, that person doing this. And you don't know who's reporting back to the director. They see everything. Exactly. So just be very, um, you know, aware of how you're acting. Because that... You, you're representing yourself. Yeah, all of that matters. So, you know, like we said, you are going to be a part of some projects mm-hmm. where you're going to be like, okay, this is so dumb. But, you know, just take it with a grain of salt. Remain kind, patient. If you want to get that role, even though the audition process is stupid, you know, just still do that. And then, you know, you may end up getting it. In our cases, we did end up being mm-hmm. a part of that project. And then later on, we figured out it was a waste of time. But we were new, like we were so early into yes. our acting career. So early. You know? So that's why we, ha- that's exactly why we have this platform because we are by no way experts in acting. At but all. E- but we're everything. Still along the way. Yeah, we're still learning. But everything that we talk about in these episodes, like it's all through experience. We've mm-hmm. experienced it, you know? So if, if else, we wouldn't talk about it. We wouldn't right. even guide you guys. But we don't we, want you guys to make the same mistakes that we did. Right. You know, so like in our case, when we went to that audition, that was honestly the first red flag because auditions mm-hmm. are not long. Auditions At are all. quick because they're auditioning so many people, you know? But an all day audition, that's like a job. Like an audition yeah. from, from eight to five? No, absolutely not. It was, but you know what? I believe in everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. So, um, I was actually recommended by somebody to go there. Uh, I'm not going to say too much because then they're going to know I'm talking about them. But (laughs) (laughs) I was recommended to go there and because I worked with someone else and then she, she likes, I guess, my performances. So she's like, hey, uh, she's holding auditions. I told her about you. So she sent me there. But um, I always say my connections are for another reason that God has. Because God always have a plan. I'm very, um, you know, God-based, y'all. So I talk about God a lot. So God placed me there. Not for that, because that was trash. That was absolutely <laughs> trash. But I do believe if, if I wasn't there, I would have never met Tequila. Yeah. And mm-hmm. here we are, what, four years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, you never know what the real reason you do something. So I just take everything with a grain of salt. Exactly. Because it has a bigger meaning. Exactly. Everything has a bigger meaning. So, like, in the grand scheme of things, you know, going through that, like Tish said, me and her were able to meet. And then she was able to obtain another role later just based off of that relationship. Yes. So that's the good thing about it. You know, like, everything happens for a reason. You know, mm-hmm. just think of it like, like that yeah because being a part of that production was not the reason <laughs> no it was mm. no it was just mm. nothing yeah that was just bad but i mean what, what can we do now <laughs> no, 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 nothing but i'm great i'm so grateful for it because here we are and now we have a podcast and you know we're so much further along mm-hmm. than when we were looking silly sitting at that hotel waiting for the the audition. So oh my god. I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful. Me and you know what the same person for Slate 
she oh my god she told this little girl to sing her slate y'all don't ever sing your slate don't Absolutely. ever go <laughs> don't ever go and sing the slate and it wasn't like a nice short slate this was a whole song with a chorus hook line it was a, it just it was a no lot. so absolutely. she was giving out wrong information and um i just hope that you guys find somebody that guides you right which you know is us i'm just saying yeah <laughs> that no that's absolutely important like that's a part of being prepared when you go mm-hmm. into an audition I would hope that you've been shaped and molded by somebody that has told you how to do an audition. If you have not, I highly recommend you take a course. There's a course that I think me and Tisha have taken it too, the auditions techniques. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we've both taken that. And I was able to learn so much in that. That was just one course in auditioning. But yeah, it, it helped so much because um, I knew the correct way, way to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a certain way too that you stand. Mm-hmm. Um, for the like different between commercials and TV and film and stuff like that. So it's different ways. Sometimes you look in the camera, sometimes yeah. you don't. So it's a lot that you learn yes. that you wouldn't know, you know, just by even just by Googling. Sometimes you won't even just find that information. It's just not out there. hmm Exactly. So if you don't have like a coach or a mentor in acting, absolutely take a course. Mm-hmm. You know, just to get yourself familiar before you walk into an audition. Because a lot of times they expect for you to know that stuff when you walk in. They're oh, not yeah. going to they're not going to say, yeah, they're not going to say, okay, a slate is this. Go ahead and, no, they're going to, hey, how you doing? Okay, slate, start. You know, and that's just pretty much it. <laughs> right. Yeah, so just, you know, all of that, being kind, patient, being prepared, being on time, and dressing appropriately. Next, we want to tell you that when auditioning, mistakes are going to happen. Um, it's just no way around it. But what does matter is how you recover from them. So like uh, the last in-person audition I did was three years ago. I had to go to Charleston and um, I knew my script you know, already. So I went there and I was standing up and you know the casting director and her assistant were sitting in front of me at like a panel table and they you know told me to slate and then I started and then like maybe five seconds into me reading she was like can you slow down a little bit you're talking really fast (laughs) (laughs) and I that was my first time that was the first time someone ever told me I talk fast because I didn't know it but now I know like now I know I talk fast but when she told me that three years ago, I was like, wow, how many auditions have I done <laughs> talking I, fast like that, you know? Just being from New York, we're fast talkers right? anyway. And um, I've, I've caught myself now and I try to speak a little bit slower. But for the most part, I, I really talk fast. And every, literally everything that I've done every single thing almost up until maybe like the past couple of years and I, I when I say past a couple of years I mean like two the most so everything that I've done they're like um hey Tish can you can you slow down for me <laughs> and I'm thinking I'm going the slowest and I feel like I am a turtle right and they're like no you don't have to one director he would be like you don't have to rush through it yeah and I'm like I'm not but I'm I'm not rushing through it right like, take take your time that's it just take your time and i'm like dad i'm gonna slow these folk right you wanna, want me to talk so now you in your head and you like read it always i'm slow. always in my head you know, like, 
I'm always in my head. Like I, I try to really enunciate these words because I feel like maybe if I enunciate them more, then I'm just taking my time. Because y'all, I'm a, a fast talker. That's it. I need to say what I got to say and get it out. That's it. Me too. Me too. But when you're auditioning, of course you can't do that because they, they, you know, they want to hear you read it the way you would talk if you were actually on set you know like right. you can't be a fast talker in a film you know because then the audience wouldn't understand what you're saying right so exactly. you know that's why they take it so serious because they when they're looking at your audition they're they're trying to picture you actually in the project itself like is this person a good fit so of course they're going to look at how you're saying things how you know the speed of how you're talking all of that so that goes into being able to take direction also yes so if you're able to take that, like yeah. you said, uh, she told her to slow down and she slowed down. If you go and sit there and argue with them, like, but I'm not, I'm not talking fast. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually talking very slowly. This is so how I, I don't, I don't know why you're telling me I talk fast. <laughs> then yeah. They're going to send you home. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get that. Because no. you're already showing them that you can't take direction. Mm -hmm. If you can't take direction in the audition, we know you can't take direction on set. On set, right. So, you know, being able to take direction and applying it, that's also important. Yes. If they say talk, you know, slower, talk slower. If they say project your voice, project your voice. Like being able to apply those things right then and there is important because mistakes are going to happen. And don't mm -hmm. apologize either. Like if you're auditioning and you skip over a word or whatever, don't be like, oh, oh I'm so sorry. Oh, you know, like just act like it didn't happen. Yes, just graze over it because those are things that they look at too. They want to mm -hmm. see how well you're able to recover, you know, and how well you can just kind of keep going. Don't break character ever. No, um, I had did. So one of my monologues, I don't know if I said this last week or not, um, but one of my go-to monologues used to be Fences, um, Viola Davis's version. And I had performed that monologue. Mm -hmm. I had missed a whole, I was, it was a whole chunk of that monologue that I missed because I skipped one sentence and I realized it, but I was like, now I can't go back, so I have to keep going. So I missed a whole chunk. Y'all, I, I beat myself up so much for that, but nobody knew. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, if you know, if you know the monologue, this is a very popular monologue. If you know the monologue, then you may have known, but I played it off so well that they didn't know. And they told me, they were like, you messed up. We, we didn't even know. I'm like, y'all, I messed up bad. Okay. That monologue <laughs> was supposed to be at least 20 more seconds than what it was. <laughs> I messed up bad, but you just have to keep going. Mm -hmm. You have to keep going because they want to see that. And please, if you're auditioning for something like theater, they absolutely want to see how Ooh. you're going to recover. <laughs> oh, because theater, there's no going back. At least in film, you know, they can yell cut and you do the take again. Theater, that is it. Right. You only get one shot when you're on stage. So they definitely care about your, uh, mm -hmm. you know, your way. If you can improvise or not, you know, because yeah. improvising is good and bad when you're auditioning like if you you know say you mess up on a word or you skip like a paragraph or whatever okay improvise but please don't go into an audition <laughs> and you not know the 
you know, you don't, you don't know the content at all. You're just like improvising the whole thing. Yeah, yeah no. don't do that because that they they want to see you perform their work, not yours. <laughs> right, and and that's also disrespectful to them. It's like, yes. why, why would I even give you a script if I wanted you to like, you know, BS the whole thing? You know, so please don't do that. I was actually um, on set for, with my daughter. Um, my daughter did like a Christmas skit a couple years ago and uh, it was a Japanese production. And so they sent everyone the script. It was only a few actors. It was, I was a voice actor in the beginning and then it was my daughter who was the main character. And then it was this guy that played Santa and Santa came on set and he was like, um, I don't know the script, but I, I know like, basically I know the gist of <laughs> the script. <laughs> That is insane. Y'all don't ever go to an audition. Maybe maybe on set you might get away with it because you've already been casted. But do not go to audition and be like, y'all, man, I ain't even studied this. So I don't know the script at all. But I'm, I'm just going to do what I do. Don't Please don't. Right. Don't do that. Don't do that in an audition. Don't do that when you're on set. Don't do that ever. Because, ever. And, and And you know, like you can see it sometimes you can see it in your work you know everybody that saw that project they were like was santa like supposed to act dingy like that or was he you know like was it an act so he was supposed to, it was supposed to be comedy but he didn't know any of his lines so when you go back and you look at the project maybe I now would have never known really if you if you wouldn't have this conversation right now i would have never known because um japanese things they're usually hilarious yeah they like to incorporate a lot of like crazy silly things um so i didn't i thought they wrote it like that i didn't no. know Mm-mm. so now that i've mentioned that if you guys can look at it now you might be able to tell like oh yeah, yeah i'm gonna go back and watch it <laughs> yeah because he was just like making up stuff and it was funny and some of the stuff he was saying like per the script but the majority of his lines was just like him improvising over the lines and you know we only had a few hours to film because my daughter is a minor minor of course so we just kind of had to roll with it and it turned out pretty good you know i think so yeah no it really did um i did i do remember saying okay santa is like really weird but (laughs) i thought that i really thought that's how they wrote it for santa to be weird like that Yeah, that was funny. That was really funny. But guys, please don't do that. Like, please (laughs) learn what it is they've sent you. If they sent you a script, learn it. If they sent you a monologue, learn it. If you mess up on a line or two, okay, improvise it. But don't BS the whole thing. Right, not the whole thing. No, that's wrong. (laughs) So, of course, having said all of that, we want you to make a lasting impression. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't get the role. You still have, if you've done all of those things, you have still made a lasting impression. I remember I auditioned for something a while back and I didn't get the role, but the casting director actually emailed me and they were like, we want to let you know, like you did, you know, you were very professional you did everything right. Um, and it was really hard to pick between you and this other person. We went with this other person for various reasons, but, you know, we just want to let you know you did great and, you know, best of luck to you. And, you know, getting an email like that made me feel good because a lot of times when you don't get a role, they just don't even message you. You just never hear from them yeah. again. <laughs> it's just like, okay, I guess I didn't get it because I didn't get a call back. But, um, 
having that email was like a, a level of comfort for me because that made me feel good. That lets me know I made a lasting impression on it. Right. So yeah, I really do like getting emails like that because I am in my head, mm-hmm. um, especially if it's something that I really, really wanted. Mm-hmm. Usually if I really, really want it, I get it. But um, you're not always going to get parts. And so if it's something that I thought I nailed and I'm like, huh, mm-hmm. what happened? I'm, I'm going to be in my head. So it's really good to get those emails. Exactly. It, it just it helps because that's something we're going to have to talk about in season two. You will you will have to become prone to rejection. Like, yes, in acting, yes. there's going to be a lot of rejection for a, a number of reasons. Y'all, I've had casting directors tell me that the way that my mouth moves when I talk because I have my teeth are not exactly all straight. So when I talk, sometimes my my lips may move a certain way. And I've had casting directors say, like, when you talk, I can't help but to look at your mouth and it just kind of takes away from everything else. And I'm like, damn. But those are things that you might hear, you know. In, That's in- funny that you said that because um, the first lady, they were saying that about how Viola was moving her mouth. <laughs> really? Um, yes. Because uh, she played Michelle Obama. And, um, but Michelle does this thing. She d- Everything that I've seen Viola do because I actually got to see her do it in person. So I'm like, wow, that's just like Michelle. But on mm-hmm. camera, it did look horrific. Not yeah. even gonna lie. Like, and you can and you pay attention to stuff. Like yeah, that, you know. And that's I respect all, it. That's all I can pay attention to for all ten episodes. After some, I saw somebody say that before I even watched it. I was just mm-hmm. like, bag. Every episode, I was like, wow, she really do every single episode. I'm yeah. stuck on her lips. I'm like, wow, see? it do look like a butthole because somebody said it looked like. <laughs> Yeah, so it it took the attention away, and I had to rewind a couple of parts. Like, wait, what just happened? (laughs) (laughs) I was distracted. Oh my gosh! See, that's what I mean. You know, um, there are things you're gonna hear. You know, trying to get out there and audition, and it's gonna. I'm not gonna say it's gonna hurt your feelings, but mm-hmm. if you're not used to being rejected or being told no for whatever reason, right? You know, you're gonna have a hard time on this journey because there are there are gonna be times. Yeah, when... there's gonna be a million no's to your one yes. Yeah, and even sometimes when you obtain a role, let's say, like, I'll give you an example. There's this commercial that I did for my with my daughter. It was a Lego commercial, and um, I won't say the platform because the platform didn't do nothing to me. It was the people that were commenting on it, and I haven't talked to this about anybody because that this really hurt my feelings. <laughs> but um, it's a really large platform that they put it on, and they put it on the Facebook page of that platform. So it's like a magazine company, but they uh-huh. put it on that magazine company's Facebook. And it went viral. It was like, you know, hundreds and thousands of clicks and views and likes. And so when I saw it, I was like, wow. And I clicked the comments and, you know, everybody was like, oh, the little girl's so cute. But they was going in on me. They was like, they should have fixed her wig. That wig should have been pushed back. And I'm like, what? Oh, wow. Yeah. Don't ever read the comments. The internet is a cool place. Okay. It, it really is. And, you know, that was my first time experiencing that. You know, now I don't care. But 
that was my first time experiencing that. I'm like, oh my God. So just being prepared for all mm-hmm. of that, guys, you know, in the beginning and the end and the middle. But we'll talk about rejection more on another episode yeah. because we definitely need to de- devote an episode to that because I was not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. I don't think I would be prepared. I don't think I've ever experienced something like that. Um, No, but I don't really, I don't put myself out there like that. And part of the reason why I don't is because I am so afraid of, I was shut down, y'all. Like on the outside, I have a tough skin. On the inside, I am a cry baby. Mm -hmm. Okay. I would see one negative comment and I will be in the corner and I would be like, I'm never acting again. Girl, I was over here trying to like DM everybody that that left a comment like that. I was ready to go off, but I'm like, I can't do that. I can't even feed into it. You'll be there all day. Exactly. And so I just left it alone. But, you know, being on this journey of acting, those are things you're going to have to experience. And auditioning is just one of those things. But there are other things as well that come with that, like rejection, like we mentioned. Mm -hmm. So lastly, we want you to have fun. I know that last part was kind of dark. <laughs> but still dark. Have, have fun. Have fun doing it. We want you to have fun because they can see that in your performance. Mm-hmm. If you're having fun versus you coming in like a robot and you're just like reading and you're, you know, like have fun with it. Right. I mean, be professional, but still have fun. You know, they want to see all of that in your personality too. You and know. I have fun doing I don't know I just love every aspect of acting so I have fun it doesn't feel like work to me but if you do not have fun then maybe this isn't for you exactly exactly when I'm acting that is literally the only well I won't say the only because I have a business too that I enjoy and it doesn't feel like work but when I'm acting I don't feel like I'm working I feel like this is me doing what I want to do, what I actually want to Uh do, what I was called to do, you know? So that's the difference. But like when I used to work for people, when I used to punch a clock, I did not enjoy that. And I was miserable the whole day, whole day. Um, Girl, I will quit a job in a second. (laughs) Um, But I, I, I do merchandising and I've been merchandising I don't even know how long at this point. It's been over a decade. And um, at the end, before uh, COVID, I was basically my own boss. I'm still kind of am, but I'm more so back under somebody. But before that, I went where I wanted to. And I was having so much fun. My managers knew me. And that, like you said, um, because your other job. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like work, and it didn't really feel like work mm-hmm. for me because mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Exactly. And that's, how, that's what it should be. Exactly, especially it, you, acting because you can tell. Yes, that's that's exactly why. Because if not, if you're not enjoying it, you're gonna, it's gonna, you're gonna see it in your performance. Like I have some friends, and not to put anybody down because I love this actor, I love him to death. And I would hope to work with him one day, but I had some friends who actually worked on Bad Boys 3. Mm-hmm. And like at least three of my friends who worked on that set, they all talked about how Martin Lawrence did not enjoy being on set. They said that he was like, he just didn't seem happy the whole time he was there. At least the whole time they were able to see him, he just didn't seem happy. And when I watched the movie, I think Martin is a phenomenal actor. I couldn't tell through his performance, but 
maybe some people could, you know, just because right. that's what they said, you know. So I, oh, I wow. yeah, yeah. And um, I think I talked about that in a previous episode when I got scammed trying to do the Bad Boys 3 audition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you did, you did, you did mention that. But yeah, that was, that was something that I, I heard um, during filming. Um, they were just like, they were on set and they could just tell that he just didn't seem to en- enjoy being there. And so, you know, if you're ever in a space where you're not enjoying being on set, maybe you have to reevaluate and say, is this really for me? Mm-hmm. is this really something that I'm enjoying doing you know just asking yourself those questions because you should be happy doing it you know right exactly I, I also have a friend she was on set with um Jennifer Lopez they were filming Marry Me I think that's the name of that movie mm-hmm. her, her, I think that's her most latest one mm-hmm. and um she did not have a single good thing to say uh but wow i kind of did see it a little bit and during the movie I, I watched it and it just a lot of the the scene seemed forced really yeah but I, I i don't know as an actress and then when she said all of those things because she was texting me the day that she was there and she was like oh my god this is this is just that but um and I I watched it because I was like it can't be that bad but I watched Mm -hmm. it and then certain scenes it did look like okay that didn't seem genuine yeah yeah and see and if you can see that imagine who else can you know Mm -hmm. see that because that's the thing about being an actor when we watch stuff when we watch a movie or a tv show we're not just watching it (laughs) no regular lens I can't my best friend hates watching movies with me. <laughs> like, well, before she'd be like, Tisha, don't start your shit. And I'm like, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even say nothing yet. She's like, but I know you are. We were watching something and I was like, who's the cameraman? Because it's just shaky. She's like, Tisha. I'm just like, but I know you see it shaking. You see it's the camera. It's hard to it's, not do that. I pay attention to everything from the background actors to uh, how the act, like I, I try to pay attention to the choices that the actor is making in the scene. Y'all, it's exactly. bad. It's I bad. Can't enjoy, I can't enjoy anything anymore. Listen, once you enter the world of acting and you you become acclimated to how sets work, when you're watching something, you're you're thinking about it in that moment. That's why. That's why. Like on that movie, A Fall uh, for Grace, I think that's what it's called. And they was going in on the background actor. <laughs> oh my god, they were going in on everything. The wigs. Everything about that movie, they yes. were just going in, and I had to, I had to tell like a couple of my friends. I'm like, y'all don't know what it is like being on set. Exactly, so it's we're a lot told that goes to into it. Yeah, and then it could have been that could have been like the 50th tape, and they're like, right. you know what, fuck it, we're going. Right. We don't exactly. care. We gotta exactly. go. You know, so it's just a lot that goes into it, and it's just hard to, as an actor, it's hard to separate those things when you're watching. <laughs> I see everything. I was watching Bridgerton and um, like one one part, the little girl, she was sitting on the couch and one part her hair was behind the couch, the other part it wasn't and then it went back behind the couch and then it went back one. And I was like, who was in charge of the editing? No one called Listen. <laughs> yes, that editing, continuity, all of the, like you remember that episode of Love and Hip Hop where Ray J had... <laughs> It was like, oh, the hat. His hat was going everywhere. Oh, my 
God. And if y'all didn't know reality shows are uh, made up, I hope y'all know now because right. <laughs> clearly they yes. did that over and over and over. This man had started on regular to the <laughs> point <laughs> where the hat just didn't give a daggone where it landed on his head. <laughs> like, I was watching it. I was like, oh my God. Every time they put the camera on him, the hat was in a different position. A different position. And I'm like, I know that hat not getting up, walking off. Like, what is going on? So, yeah. I, I don't know how we, <laughs> we, we kind of got off track. <laughs> All the way off track. I don't even know where we were. But yeah. Oh, we were talking about having fun. Okay. We were talking yeah. about having fun. But, lo- yeah, just have fun have, have fun, fun. Yeah. love what you do <laughs> because acting is it's really fun i really enjoy you know embodying someone else mm-hmm. so it's 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 really fun to do exactly and if this is something that you enjoy you'll have fun naturally it won't be mm-hmm. forced fun and it won't be like yeah i'm having fun it'll be like natural natural you, you'll you'll look forward to the next time you get to be on set you know it's like a drug almost when you first start out mm-hmm. you know so yeah that's how it'll go but um that brings us to the end of our episode guys we hope you enjoyed this episode i know we kind of got off track but those are things that we (laughs) need to talk about (laughs) we needed to talk about that Mm -hmm. (laughs) so um as always we always end each episode with uh, a weekly quote from an african-american actor this quote is from cicely tyson rest in peace um this says Challenges make you discover things about yourself that you never really knew. And that is so true. <laughs> so true. Man, auditions is a challenge. Uh, Absolutely. In itself. Um, you gotta you, you you really gotta bring your A game. Always, um, always. And I like a challenge, but sometimes I feel like, dang, just give me the roll. I can do this. You're like, goodness gracious, you beating yourself up. Yes, I get in my head a lot. Mm -hmm. But it's all a part of your journey as a Black actor. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, that brings us to the end of our episode. We will see you guys next Sunday for our final episode of season one. I can't believe we're at the end of the season. Yes, already. Yeah, I'm. I'm so excited for for uh, next week. We kind of touched a little bit on it, mm-hmm. uh, just just a teeny bit. But we, we're going to talk about being, you know, an actor and your mental health and yes. you know, how you can take care of yourself. Absolutely, because it's important. Absolutely, that and that is the part that a lot of people don't talk about. Like people don't talk about that, but you have to take care of your mental health Mm -hmm. you know working as an actor because sometimes you get so lost in your journey that you don't have time for yourself so we're going to talk about that next week and we're also going to have a special guest so make sure you tune in absolutely we will see you next sunday see you next sunday (laughs) bye